0: Hello there it's Lily with MJLS. Today we are discussing chronic pain. Erin has her doctorate in PT and in this episode provides insight on a topic that many of you have or are dealing with right now. We not only discuss chronic pain but what to do if you are experiencing that pain. Let's get started. Welcome back to More Jesus, Less Sugar. This is Erin and, um, I was going to say Erin and Kara, but it's really not. It's just Aaron and Lily right now. Oh, man. Goodness great. Okay, so Kara is, um, a busy lady, and today she's already recorded one podcast, and her husband had to work, so it's just Miss Erin and I today talking about chronic pain, and with that, Erin do you want to get us started on this beautiful yet painful topic that we're going to talk about? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, this is a topic that, um, and actually at the very beginning when we started this podcast, there was a list of topic ideas that each of us came up with and we kind of compiled them and Lily put it together on a nice schedule. And I'm pretty sure that chronic pain is one that I put on there (laughs) uh, because it's something that I deal with on such a day-to-day basis and I feel like it is a topic that is just has such a lasting impact on people's lives and so um, the reason I put this topic out there is because I'm very passionate about it it's something that I talk about a lot it's something that I, I deal with with my patients a lot and i i just want to help give people hope um i hope that this talk helps give people ideas of what they could do if they have pain a chronic pain that they've dealt with for a long time i hope that this talk will just encourage people to um seek help if they need it and maybe just just a little bit of information or education that people didn't know about before so Um, Awesome. As far as chronic pain goes, I, yes, I have like 1,000 little notes scribbled on my my piece of paper here. And so, I know, if I'm all over the place, it's because I want to talk about all the things.
0: (laughs) You're going to have to take a picture (laughs) of that, and we need to put that up on our Facebook page of all your notes on there. I see that. That's, (laughs) oh my
1: goodness. Doesn't that look so organized, (laughs) (laughs) Lily? There's a little picture into my brain right there. Oh, oh my, my gosh! gosh. That's
0: scary. Oh, you're taking a picture <laughs> yeah. of that, and we need to post that for sure. Oh gosh!
1: <laughs> yes, it's kind of scary though. There's a there's a lot going on up in here. Um, oh. But I thought I would just start by talking about just the definition of chronic pain. What is it? Um, it's identified as pain that is persistent pain that is lasting greater than three months. Um, This pain can range from either mild to severe. And um, the idea is it's thought to occur when your nerves become oversensitive. And it's almost like, like the fire is out, but the fire alarm is still going off in your mind. So your brain is sending a signal to this area of pain, like there's pain, there's pain, there's pain but the fire's actually out. Wow. Right, as far as like the fire being like the location of the pain. So I just thought that was a really good picture of, there's these signals that are being sent by your brain saying this hurts, this hurts, um, but as far as like the tissue goes, it's, it's, it's more of a brain issue now, being so used to the signal being sent there. And so um, it can be very complex and very difficult to treat Uh, It can impact both emotional and your physical well-being It can be very costly for the patient Um, It can contribute to opioid addiction Um, I think it's something that a lot of people deal with sometimes silently Um, I see a lot of people with chronic pain who feel very hopeless They've been to three, four, five, six different physical therapists. They've been to several chiropractors. They've been to many pain doctors out there. They've tried every kind of pain medicine, um, muscle relaxer, everything. And they just come and they just feel hopeless. And um, it, can be, it can be something as big as a car accident that has now left somebody... Um, not able to walk or work out like they want to, to I have chronic headaches every single day for greater than three months, think that can actually be um, defined as chronic pain. And so um, the, the factors that can increase chronic pain are sleep deprivation. And I feel like that's kind of a loop. It's like if you have pain, you're not sleeping, depending on what the pain is, Um, you can't get comfortable, so you can't fall asleep. Um, And you can't fall asleep, so then you're sleep-deprived, sleep-deprived, so then you're more pain and it's just a really vicious cycle that I see. Um, Poor diet can increase chronic pain. Um, This is kind of the same thing, but it can decrease physical activity. Um, and then then again, decrease in physical activity then can increase pain. Mm-hmm. So again, there's the, that feedback loop. Um, another factor that can increase chronic pain is stress and anxiety. So stress and a- anxiety can heighten the pain. And then once your pain is heightened, all we can think about is, oh my gosh, I'm in pain, I'm in pain, I'm yes. in pain. So I'm more stressed and I'm anxious about what's going on in my body Mm-hmm. And so that just tightens everything. And so as you can see as I'm talking, this is a big issue. Mm-hmm. And um, I do believe that, I've already said this, but there's a lot of people out there that that don't know where to go and they don't know what to do. And so uh, I just want to talk about just some ideas yes. that, that can help and also also just symptoms like what are symptoms of chronic pain what does that look like and there is a vast um there is just there is a lot of different symptoms that can um come out from chronic pain but i just listed some of them and lily after i list some if there's any that you can think of if you've ever had anything just go ahead and add to the list um but symptoms of chronic pain that i have seen are Fatigue, which I talked about that one a little bit before, Um, difficulty sleeping, the inactivity, a weak immune system, decrease in mood, increase in anxiety and depression, and um, cognitively, you can see a decrease in memory and attention, Mm. decrease in attention to, I mean, even if it's just a conversation that you're trying to have somebody. Or can't can't really focus on what your kids want or need from you because you can't can't get out of this this kind of pain cycle. Um, those are the ones that I wrote down. Is there anything else that you can think of to add to that, Lily?
0: Mm. I know um, I think you said it earlier, the headaches. Um, just a chronic headache or something like that um, and then mm-hmm. just the overall tiredness yeah. the overall feeling of just completely being wore down and that's to me as you were talking that's not because you're a busy mom or you're a busy you know person in general right it's because you are in pain you know or it could be because you're in pain yes. and you're just you're trying to go, 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 but your body just isn't allowing it to happen.
1: So. Yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah, and I guess, I mean, really location of pain can be anywhere. Like you said, it could be the headaches. It could be neck pain. It could be mm-hmm. back pain, hip pain, knee pain, ankle mm-hmm. pain, pelvic pain, um, shoulders, an old shoulder injury from when you played sports however long ago. Could be, the location could be anywhere, but the duration is greater than that three months. Um, Some considerations to decreasing chronic pain was kind of the next thing that I wanted to talk about, was just talking about some ideas of what we can do to either decrease the pain or completely eliminate the pain. Um, I do want to bring that up because I think with that loss of hope comes, I'm just going to have to live with this forever. And so I'm just going to learn to deal with it rather than taking hold of it and saying, okay, The first consideration, I would say, is find a team around you of providers that really want to help get you to the goals that you want to achieve. Um, And that can be a variety of different doctors, uh, health providers, health coaches, counselors. Um, I would highly suggest trying to find a good physical therapist, a good chiropractor, um, acupuncturist could be a good one seeing a general practice doctor or a, a pain doctor who could help manage um, just manage the team I think um, counseling is really important when it comes to dealing with chronic pain because like I was saying before it is kind of that that we have to deal with what's happening in our brain too sure in order for that siren to stop saying there's pain there's pain there's pain and so I think counseling is a big part of it um, A health coach a nutritionist, um, hiring on people who want to walk with you, hiring on people who will sit down and listen to um, your symptoms, listen to how you're doing today, a team of people who um, don't dismiss your pain but care deeply about helping you. Um, I, I think finding that right team is critical and don't stop
0: until you find somebody who wants to walk with you in it. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad you said that because um, just for, for I had, um, I was allergic to fructose and it took me over 13 years to figure out that diagnosis. And over the course of that 13 years, at, at the very end of it, I started to think that it was me, that it was in my head. And because I had gone to so many doctors, and everybody was just telling me, Lily, you, yep, you're fine. Everything's good. Everything's fine. Like, I don't know what is wrong with you. And mm-hmm. that just got me second-guessing myself, and like, maybe maybe this is in my head, or maybe I am having a panic attack, or maybe... Because th- there were times that I just couldn't breathe because I would hurt so bad. And it... And it took me driving out to my dad's um, retirement party from Lincoln to Grand Island or to Kearney. And um, I was in so much pain um, after eating raisin Cane's. I just was eating that on the way to get to his party. And on the interstate, I was just white knuckles just gripping my steering wheel so hard because I was in so much pain. Um, and I was sweating and I was clammy and I'm thinking oh my gosh is my gallbladder exploding like what is happening inside me it hurts so bad Um, and I got I I went to Grand Island um, went to the ER there and it was it was the ER doctor there that looked at me and said "Um, I know you're in pain and I know something is wrong with you he goes but I can't diagnose this diagnose it right right here um because he asked me if he goes i'm gonna give you some pain medicine and i said no 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 no. i don't want any pain medicine i want to be able to go to my dad's party i go so give me whatever you need to give me but i just want to go to the party um and he goes your your blood pressure is elevated your pulse is elevated he goes i can tell you're in pain and and that's true but I just don't know truly what's happening with you and you need to go to the Mayo Clinic if this ever happens again. And that was the first doctor out of many doctors that had actually took me serious and actually believed in me. Um, and so that, I'm so glad you brought that up. And it was, yeah, I, I went back and I went back to my GI doctor for the umpteenth time and he said, Lily, let's just try one more test. And it was a breath test is all it was. And Yep, I was allergic to sugar, and that's what it was. That's what has caused my pain for over
1: 13 years. But, wow. Okay, <clears throat> so abdominal pain, right?
0: Yeah. Yes. Um, for over 13 years. Oh, abdominal pain. Um, Not even just, it was headaches. It was headaches. It was abdominal pain. My um, upper middle back would hurt. Um, something fierce. Like, it, it felt as though something was exploding, like... I've had kidney stones before so that's kind of what it felt like Um, but it would go down my whole abdomen I would get headaches I would throw up sometimes I wouldn't throw up sometimes it was all just a weird I don't know just lots of different things and I knew it had something to do with what I was eating but I could never pinpoint it I could never well why because fructose is in everything and so it's mm-hmm. in onions it's in garlic it's in apples it's in you know all these things and i was i i was a per- i love to cook and so i'd always saute with garlic i would saute my food with onions right and i would um i i just never realized it was those kind of things that was that was hurting me then ent- the whole the entire time entire time
1: right
0: so yeah
1: which yeah i I think this is a great place to even start with um, thinking, because you know, this, this whole next section is considerations to decreasing the pain, right? And we just oh. talked about finding a team of providers and people that want to help you. And then here now, um, I love that you're kind of going into the nutrition part of it. Neither of us are nutritionists, and yeah. we're not um, you know, in the education of knowing exactly what to recommend for that, but there are nutritionists out there that want to help There's GI doctors out there that want to help. I truly believe in, Lily, you can probably talk to this even more than I can, but I see it with my patients a lot. Um, Your diet has very much to do with the chronic pain that's going on inside of your your body. The amount of inflammation that's going on in multi-joints is affected by what we're putting in our body. And finding somebody to say yes you should be eating these foods you should not be eating these foods here's how you even start that process
0: oh yeah because
1: a lot of people are like I don't know I don't even know where to start
0: yeah I didn't
1: talk on that a little bit
0: oh sure yeah so um, after he diagnosed me of just being allergic to to fructose um, he was like you're gonna need to follow this FODMAP diet Um, he recommended that I downloaded an app or download an app um, and then that I go see a dietitian, and so that's what, what I.
1: What was the What
0: was the app? Um, oh gosh, it's I'll put it up on our website. I it starts with an M, but okay. I'm afraid if I look at my phone, it'll stop our recording. So I'm not gonna do that right now. But um, if you even just go to your Play Store, or if you have an iPhone, whatnot, just go in your app wherever you get your apps, and just put in FODMAP, and it will the mona monetary or I can't remember um app okay. it's blue and white and it's an amazing app it's like eight dollars so worth it um and then I did go see a dietitian the first dietitian no did not get along with it. she and I just didn't connect and I was sitting there bawling in her office because of how just um I don't know being told that you can't eat food Certain foods and the foods that you love and food to me is so um, I don't know like that's where I mingle that's where you connect with people you cook food for your loved ones right. you wanna you wanna eat the food that your loved one made you right but it's it's hurting me right. <laughs> it's just a weird it was just a weird thing so I'm crying explaining everything to her what I was going through and I, she just. I just didn't connect with her she just kind of i felt as though she was busy and just didn't have time for me so and that that's okay so i went and i found a second dietitian um who i i really did like and she took me through hy-vee the grocery store and was like okay lily um this is really the one aisle that you can shop in <laughs> I was like, okay sounds great and really kind of helped me go through that and um, that process but Um, Yes, the food that you put in your body, I could not believe um, when I actually followed my diet, Really, I followed it for 30 days, um, to the T, and I felt absolutely amazing. Amazing. Like, I didn't need coffee, I didn't need any tea or anything to, um, to give me energy, quote unquote energy, right? Or to wake me up in the morning. No, none of that. Like, it was my body felt amazing absolutely amazing Mm -hmm. so
1: yeah I'm I'm glad that you brought some of that stuff up because um, what I've learned with a lot of my women's health stuff and pelvic floor rehab is um, there's no doubt a connection between our gut health and pelvic pelvic floor um, function and you know if we're not putting the proper things in our body it can lead to ibs constipation well that's going to affect what's happening at your pelvic floor if your pelvic floor starts to become dysfunctional well that's going to start affecting what's happening at your low back possibly or or your hips and then all of a sudden it's moving up the chin because everything is so connected so our pelvic floor is dysfunction dysfunctioning and then we have all this neck pain and then headaches and blah 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 blah. Uh, down it goes right and so Um, I think that's just a really great place to start Um, and I guess I should say um, all the information that we're talking about right now is is not to diagnose anybody or say hey definitely eat this don't eat this or um, definitely do this it's more of just like a general this is just some ideas for oh yeah so yeah yeah. um, some other ideas that I have as far as how to uh, find ways to decrease chronic pain. This is probably my go-to. I've talked about this a gajillion times on this podcast, but I am going to say it a gajillion times more probably, (laughs) is um, learning relaxation and breathing techniques. That mindfulness of in order to breathe properly, in order to be able to get our body to relax, we need to teach ourselves to breathe properly and we can't have one without the other. And so teaching breathing and making sure that you're getting a proper inhalation through your nose, filling up the lungs, a proper exhalation where you're breathing out through your mouth, pursed lips, getting all of that air out, and, and really concentrating on what muscles are firing when you're doing this breathing technique is a great place to start and it's something that you can do at home. It doesn't cost any money. Uh, it's something that you can do sitting there watching TV. It's something that you can be doing in your bed while you're about to fall asleep, while you're in the bath. Um, so, there's really no excuse to not do it other than we're not being intentional about it. Yeah. And you just got to. We have to be intentional about the breathing. And so, um, and really, if anybody has any questions on what's the proper way to do that, what's the best position to do that, I'm, I'm happy to even explain that to you in more detail. So, um breathing 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 and just that mindfulness um along with uh the mindfulness is it's probably for some people if you've never experienced chronic pain in in a severe way it's kind of hard to understand it but pain just the word pain can have a very um just saying the word out loud or hearing somebody say, How's your pain today? and calling it pain, pain, pain um, can have a big impact on you. And so maybe calling it something different, like saying, Gosh, I'm in so much pain today. Um, or saying, You know, okay, this is uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable today. But not continuing to say that loop of pain, 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 because that can really heighten it. And oh. so um, I will try to have my patients describe their pain. Describe what what they're feeling as opposed to just saying um, What's your pain? Okay, well, will describe how you're feeling to me. Oh. How does it make you feel? Yeah. Um, just just so it's at that because then again We get the brain saying that this is pain and then it's sending that signal to where the pain is And then does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I never thought of it that way. That's
0: interesting
1: um, Distraction is a good thing for pain um, after my husband John had his brain surgery and he would experience headaches or neck pain or whatever pain he was feeling he would then get into his mind of like oh no is this tumor back um, am I gonna die uh, am I gonna pass out when I'm driving the kids in the car like his mind just started to kind of like unravel from him and so Whenever the pain would start, he would really have to retrain himself to find a distraction. So if he was at work and he would start to have pain or let his mind wander there, he would get up and try to go talk to somebody about themselves. So how's your day today? How are you doing? So that then he wasn't thinking about himself, but then putting the attention on somebody else. And so I think distraction is a good idea when it comes to when you're in in a pain cycle um KT taping. I like rock tape. It's a it's a brand of K T tape that can just give you a sense of stability and just kind of take the edge off. Um yoga is a good practice. Pilates of course, is my favorite. <laughs> um uh foam rolling. Um let's see. There's a whole bunch of different like massage tools. Like I use the Mayo Buddy, um, but there is uh like, like, what's the trigger point one you know I'm talking about, like the with the hyperbolt yeah, yep. yeah. what is that yeah, you have your hand <laughs> whatever that thing is
0: we're both yeah. shooting each other with I these guns with our hands, it's the gun it's, and it right there on your muscle and it feels so good uh, exactly. the listeners for exactly. sure are screaming at us right now saying hey it's this it's this, oh my gosh
1: it is um, on the tip of my tongue oh, and I can
0: so, okay, listeners, just, just post that on our Facebook or Instagram yeah. when you guys know what we're talking about. Oh, man. Darn it.
1: Um, okay, so positioning. This is the other thing. Talking about um, positioning in a different way than we talked about it from last week. In the Between the sheets? <laughs> this oh, is sorry. different. This
0: oh, is sorry. Not okay. okay. <laughs> okay. Mine out of the gutter. No, Go I'm ahead. Talking- yes.
1: <laughs> I'm talking more about um, positioning when we're sleeping, um, when we're sitting in our desk at work or wherever we're sitting, um, driving. Really looking at our position and seeing how that can be affecting our pain. Um, I really am not a big stomach sleeper, so if you happen to be somebody that sleeps on your stomach, I would, I would consider trying maybe on your on, more on your back or. Laying on your side with a pillow, between your knees and ankles, something to keep um, your body in more of a neutral alignment, but stomach sleeping can can contribute to um, some issues, Uh, but also looking at your desk positioning at work, um, if you need to consider getting a stand-up desk, um, or maybe both, so you're doing a little bit of standing, a little bit of sitting. I love my stand-up desk.
0: I love my stand-up desk. Yeah, I think that's one of the best things for me that I did um, with my knee pain and my hip pain. Just um, stand up desk, and I do have my chair though, and it goes my desk goes up and down if I need it to. Um, and it is hard at first, um, so I only would do it maybe you know an hour a day, and then two hours a day, then three hours a day, and just slowly got into standing all day. So I wouldn't go out and get a stand-up desk and just automatically stand for the next eight hours. I would not suggest that. But um, if yes. you are, if you do want to try it, I would do an hour a day and just slowly progress into your full yeah. day. But yeah.
1: Yes. I think that, yep, that's a good recommendation. Um, staying active. Um, when we hurt, we want to sit. When we sit more, we hurt more. And so um, we always used to hear uh, many times in teaching school, they would always say, motion is lotion, and we would all laugh, and we're like, oh my gosh, i never going to say that when we are in practice, and now i <laughs> <laughs> motion is lotion, keep
0: <laughs> moving. So, it's like that, oh, I sound uh, like my mother, you know, <laughs> like it's, <laughs> motion is lotion, got it. Yes, exactly. I'm going to title this um, so, episode that. That's what I'm gonna title this
1: episode. <laughs> Motion is lotion. Yeah. Motion is lotion. Um, stay active, but pace yourself. Um, if you're starting, if you're starting out, you're not really active right now. Start with five minutes walking. We talked about that um, in a previous podcast. Don't just go try to walk an hour. Um, ease into it and just really listen to your body. Um, but staying active, identify the triggers to your pain. Um, you know, if sitting too much is causing a is a trigger for you, um, only sit for 15 minutes or really, really try to figure out what it is that triggers you. Is it loud music? Is it lights, bright lights? Um, is it food like we talked about before? and then avoiding those triggers, We're working through those triggers. Yes. Um, um let's see what else do I have here? Oh, treat your whole body. Mm-hmm. Even if it's your back that's hurt for 25, 30 years, um, don't be afraid to have somebody assess your whole body. could be something that's happening at the ankles or the neck or your hips that could be contributing. Um, um, let's see. There was a... I just thought this was interesting. I read a study about um, it was COVID considerations to chronic pain. And this study followed nurses and tracked what their pain was before COVID and then following COVID. And what they found was that the nurses were in way more pain due to like the PTSD and the stress of having to, do, having to work under COVID conditions. And so I think Um, maybe go back to the stress podcast that we listened to of what are some ways for us to manage stress because no doubt COVID is going to affect um, your pain if you are already used to having pain and so I just thought that was really interesting yeah Um, um, we talked about having a support network Uh, the pain cycle is like Okay, so you have persistent pain, so you're de- you decrease your activity level. So then from there, you have a loss of fitness. Loss of fitness leads to a decrease in energy. A decrease in energy can lead to frustration, anxiety, stress, and even anger. And then that leads to fear of your future, possibly. And then all of a sudden, you're back up to more persistent pain, and then it's that cycle. So we gotta break the cycle and take hold of it and um evaluating your pain level with daily activities. Can you still function with it? Like maybe instead of focusing on what you can't do, starting out with things that you can do. If you um and that kind of goes back to like counting kind of your blessings and the gratitude section mm-hmm. that we talked about, but um yeah. No, I cannot work out the way I want to right now but I was able to put my kids to sleep and lay there for a little while without pain you know like just really focusing on the things that you can do um, hopefully will help you know get us out of that 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 cycle Um, look month to month but not day to day Um, you know pain can be this kind of up and down thing and so you know, I'll have patients that are like, I'm feeling better, I'm feeling better, I'm feeling better. Okay, I had a really bad day. Now all of a sudden I'm in the dumps because we're back to where I started. Where it's like, you know, like, don't look, don't look through to day, see the big picture. Um, just make those small steps towards that big goal. Um,
0: and that goes back to just um, like what I we were, oh, sorry, that just goes back to what we were no, talking about, um, being 1% better every day right? Just trying to be 1% better. You're not going to be cured in a day or in a week or maybe even a month, right? Just 1% better every day. So, yes. Sorry. I had to throw that in there.
1: No, that's perfect. I love that. Good reminder. Um, The last thing that I was going to talk about, and I should have started with it, but I wanted to end with it because it's that powerful. um, We need to seek prayer when we're dealing with healing um you need to believe that god can heal you i think it's very clear in the bible and there is many verses and i'm going to read a couple of them out here just to remind you that god is a healer he loves healing and so um believing that he can even if you've had pain for 50 years Believing that he can do that and that he wants to do that and that he wants to partner with you. And so um, seeking people who are willing to pray for you in that. um, You know, I know I have certain friends that if I am in pain or having a bad day, all I have to do is send a text and I know they're going to be prayer warriors for me. Well, there's some people out there that need prayer warriors for healing. And let us know. Like, I would love to pray for you. Lily would love to pray for you. Kara would love to pray for you. Um, all the other women who are on here are prayer warriors. So we need to be lifting each other up. And um, I I just don't want to lose the power that God wants to unlock in us, and that is healing. And so, I mean, I pray for my patients. I've said that before. I pray for them as I going in and to work on them, and I pray for them when I get home, and there's times in my day where I'm like, oh, I really hope so-and-so is just feeling better today, and I'll sit there, and I'll say, I'll, I'll pray for them, and I believe that God can heal, and so um, thank, thank God for already healing you, even while you're in the process of healing, so even though you may be having a crummy day, still thank Him for the healing that's going to take place a week, a month, a year from now, because He wants to do that. Um, I was just going to maybe just read off a couple of the healing verses that I really like, um, unless, Lily, do you have
0: any? Um, no. No, I don't. Nope, no. Nope. I just, I want to just real quick say about what you were saying, um, to reiterate finding those people or hiring on people that want to walk with you. Um, I've had knee pain for years as well, and it took me um, three physical therapists, including Miss Erin right here, um, of who she she was my third physical therapist, and she, um, or sorry, my second one, and she told me, hey, maybe go um, get a CT scan just to make sure that your knee and your hip are, there's nothing physically really wrong in there, um, and there wasn't and that orthopedic surgeon then sent me on to a running specialist that now is finally um, he has analyzed my running gait has put me on a plan and it took an awesome therapist um, Shane is his name and then it took Aaron who's awesome and then it took um, Chance who's awesome and all three of them have come up with awesome plans for me and have helped me um, along my journey and so it really goes back to hiring on people that want to walk with you and want to see you get better. And I guess yeah. why, I, why I wanted to mention that is just don't give up on yourself and don't give up on your intuition and don't throw in the towel just because you um, have had babies or you are you know 72 or you are 21 and you broke both legs or whatever your story is, right? Um, if you are having pain, go and find somebody that will help you figure out who that person is because it will be so worth it don't don't suffer in silence when it's just not necessary um but yeah so i just wanted to say that real quick
1: what you got i love that you said that that you are collaborating with three different pts right yeah like there's there's my niche that I know, and I know well, and there's, uh, you know, there's another PT that knows gait and running analysis really well. Yeah. So, bring them all on board. Bring them yeah. you need to bring on board to get to the goals that you want to. Um, it's not a one-size-fits-all, and we can't know everything, you know? Like, yeah. So, yeah, finding, finding those people. Um, okay, so I'm going to start reading off just some scripture, um, Jeremiah 30, 17, for I will restore health to you and heal you of your wounds, says the Lord. Exodus 15, 26, I am the Lord God who heals you. 2 Kings 25, this is what the Lord says, I have heard your prayer and seen your tears, I will heal you. And then the last one, Jeremiah 17, 14. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For you are my purpose. Jeremiah 17, 14. Again. And that is just a little snippet of so many verses of yes. healing that are in the Bible. So if you need reminded of that, write it out. And read it out loud because um, I really believe healing can come. Yep. Amen. So, if it's okay, Lily, is it okay if I pray,
0: if I pray really quick? Yes. Before, yep. Close um, us out with a the prayer. Stars. Yeah. Love it.
1: Okay. Okay. Got it. All right. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day. And I thank you for every listening ear that's out there. Lord, I pray that um, you would encourage anyone who is struggling with any sort of pain throughout their body, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, whatever kind of pain people are undergoing, I ask right now, Lord, in Jesus' name, that you would heal in the way that only you can. And we know and thank, that, thank you already for hearing our prayers and knowing that, Lord, um, you You have our best at heart and that you want to heal us. And we know that you died, you died for our sins and we know that it's your blood that heals us. And we just ask right now that you would do that um, for anyone who needs it. In
0: Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed the discussion. As always, you can reach out to Aaron, Kara, or myself on our Facebook page, More Jesus Less Sugar, Instagram at MoreJLessS. Or connect with us by sending us an email at, at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Thanks for growing with us here at MJLS. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon.